Welcome back, lights. This is Umami Memories, Savoring, Story, Song, and Soul. I'm Gabriel Valentino, and I'm stewing Umami Memories with Talisa. This is part two of this episode. We're going to continue reminiscing with a track from her EP called Blessing to Me. Let's reminisce. So what is it about music and songwriting that like inspires you to want to create it and to share it? Mm. Well, I guess growing up, I noticed that whenever I was in like my hardest times, like there'd always be a song that would come in and that would be the song. Like I'd listen to that song over and over and over and over again, depending, you know, whatever song it was like. Um, and it was just like that I realized that music can be such a healer if used in the right way. And then I also realized that there are times when I'd been attached to songs that weren't necessarily doing like a positive m message. And then I'd kind of, my head, my mind would start to like go to those things and go to neg like negative and then it would start to reflect in my behaviors and the things that I did. And so I realized that while there is healthy, positive music out there, there's also music that's that's just not what our I feel that our souls really need. That is kind of 
keeping us in the same kind of mentality that is not healthy for us. And I noticed that with mainstream music, that that kind of music that's maybe not healthy tends to appear more because it's, oh, more popular. It's on the club scenes and all that stuff. And so honestly speaking, I mean, there's been many a times where I've wanted to give up, but God has always told me like, Salisa, like, people need to hear your music, like your music, because music sound itself is so extremely powerful. And I don't know if we actually realize, like the minute I started looking at the music that I was listening to, honestly, my life began to change because I was like, and then when songs like that would come on that made me feel uncomfortable, I'm like, ah, no, <laughs> like, I don't want to listen to that. And honestly, I like, I'll even tell people in their cars, like, can we listen to something else or nothing at all? <laughs> this is what we're like, because I just don't want that in my energy. And I know that energy is very powerful and sound is one of those things. And if I, there's actually a story about the beginning of time, and this is how that kind of like led me to see like, oh, wow, sound really is powerful. So they speak about, I think it's like an African story. And they say that um, in the beginning, there's nothing. And then God spoke. And then his speech send, sent ripples through the air, which then created the, the air, which was the like the winds because of that speech is created winds in the air and the friction between the vibrations of speech and the winds started rubbing together and that created fire and then the fire started to melt all the elements and then that created the earth so they actually believe that the beginning of everything came from and oh yeah so it started to melt which became water and the water solidified which became the earth so they believe that everything that we know, all of the elements actually came from sound. And so that's where it's like our words matter, what we say matters, what we listen to matters. Those are all vibrations that are in the world that we that are actually way more powerful than I think we can comprehend sometimes. So that's why music to me, when I realized that sound had that power and that this world needed positivity and it needs more healing music because of the power of it. You know, that's when I was like, this is actually even more than, I mean, music to me, it's always been more than just money more than just a job. Like, it's like, it's my spiritual purpose. You know, God gave me this gift and oftentimes even my songs coming in, I don't even understand what they mean sometimes until later. And that's how I know I'm like, okay, this is from spirit. This isn't from me, you know? And that's why I'm like, if this gift is handed to me, like I better use it, you know? We only have this one life and I definitely want to use that. I don't want to waste what was given. Yeah. Just like in your song, um good vibes only please yeah you want to make sure that that's all that's around you that's all that surrounds you that's all that you're giving up that's all that you're receiving because that's one of the best ways you can grow exactly it's so easy to blame someone else and i keep replaying the same situations then expecting things to change but that's what it means to be insane so i turn to bottles turn to clouds it's unclear that instant pleasure that takes me from here to escape yeah that's all i want to escape to be great yeah that's all i want to be great so i look for ways to 
And there'll definitely be challenges and, you know, all the vibrations are definitely always coming at you and you just, that's where it comes back to yourself. Like if you have peace within yourself, then nothing can come into that. Nothing can stop that. Nothing can take that joy. For a second, I almost like jumped out of my little, uh, my little chair here. Yeah. And my laptop almost went flying because I was about to be like, yes. <laughs> okay. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's just like, um, like in church in general, when folks say to like speak things into existence or mm-hmm. even the word of God per se, just words are truly a powerful, powerful, powerful thing. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's so fascinating in the culture that we live in now that everything is so fast paced and it's so easy to release any type of words into the universe with social media, with YouTube, with just being able to type a random comment on any particular site. Mm-hmm. Everybody's voice is so magnified, but words themselves seem to have become almost devalued in a sense. One of the things that uh, I was uh, doing some research on you for this interview and I saw a song that was tentatively titled Fake It Till You Make It. Did I get mm. that title right? Yes, yes. Why we gotta be measured by likes on a photo? When did followers replace our personal growth? How long will we be tainted by what we think we know? How long until we can just let that shit go of what we confess? Uh? Gotta be the best, uh, fitting with the rest and got to sacrifice the stuff, uh-huh, uh, work until we die. Man, you better not cry, no, you better not let the shit show, you better not be vulnerable, so I fake it till we make it, get a million views, gotta pay for how you be this, then someone will love you. Make it till you make it. And I thought, my mind just went to that song too, as you were describing uh, how powerful it is that words essentially or speech almost created the universe within that particular uh, proverb or origin tale that you were mentioning. And in some sense, like, fake it till you make it 
my interpretation of that was like that idea of that ability to kind of grow not only your fan base as an artist for it as an, an example but also the cost of success at some times like can you be successful but not at the expense of who you are as a person i'm just curious to know pretty much where your your mindset was at the time when you were writing that song yeah um it was actually i wrote that song a few years ago and i just haven't really shared it with the world yet until recently and it was actually during a time when um so i had the opportunity to actually open for genuine the artist um and that was when i kind of first started my career started moving and it, it was all off it was it was um it was unexpected and it was definitely a blessing um but during the time i started getting from people oh this is how you should be this is how your music should be this is what you should look like you should be making songs like this and da, 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 and just all this kind of stuff and that's when i really first got like and i really feel like it was it was a test for me because here I was seeing, okay, if I do everything that they say, then I'll blow up and I'll get my moment of fame. But instead of really doing all those things, I stuck, I hold, held on to the music that I was really already creating. And I was like, no, this is me. This is my music. This is what I'm going to do. And honestly, you know, since then I've, I decided like, you know, no matter what, I'm not going to change who I am and I'm not doing it for fame. I'm not doing it for the riches. I'm doing it because I, because I want to, I want to send a message and I want people to hear this message. And even if I was up there and I did get famous, I'm sure I would feel, and I was, but I was doing the songs that they wanted me to sing and I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I don't think that I would be nearly as fulfilled as like I am now knowing that I'm doing what I meant to do. And there are definitely artists out there who have pushed through the mold and who have been able to be themselves. You know, like India Irie, she's, I love her. She's just, she's just been herself. And um, even Alicia Keys in the last years has came out and spoken out about it. Um, Bob Marley, I mean, he actually, a lot of people don't know, but he didn't actually reach fame until his mid thirties and was only really famous for about like three years and then he passed away and look at the huge impact that he made on our society just because he was himself and he started doing music and formed his band the whalers like when he was like 20 years old so he was doing it for 15 years before anybody even put him on the mega spotlight you know so it's like he didn't give up um and i see p and i see all these artists and you know and they have drug problems and they have partying problems and things like that. And I definitely feel that it's because they're fighting their spirit just by going along with these things, you know, and they're not being who they really want to be. And they speak out once you come out of it, often speak about that, you know? And so I, for me, I'm like, it's just not worth it to not be yourself. And that's what fake it till you make it. It's like, it's like all you know, they want us all to get a million views and all these likes and you just got to do it for the gram, like, you know, and I'm like, no, you know, and that's where I've learned to say no to certain things and to say no to certain artists wanting to collab with me and 
photo shoots that people want me to do. Like, I'm like, you know, sometimes I have, to, I have had to learn to set my boundaries. That was a uh, definitely real talk. It's ironic that you had mentioned some of those artists like India Ari and Alicia Keys, because mm -hmm. in all honesty, those are two artists that I had that popped up in my mind. Actually, once you started talking, I'm like those two and other yeah. artists like them who were able to stay true to, them, true to themselves despite like the power of the or the pressure, I'm going to say, the pressure of the music industry to really try and steer them in different directions, particularly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can't personally speak on this experience, but particularly how so often it seems that uh, women of color, in particular black women, oftentimes are mm. pushed into certain musical directions and certain yeah. portrayals of image per se that they may or may not be may not truly be who they are per se so it's wonderful yeah. when folks are able to stay true to themselves and be able to you know maintain that happiness and maintain their own personal um their own personal art per se exactly yeah and i feel like honestly the pressure really makes you shine brighter when you can stay to yourself because then you become so firm in who you are and who you know that you are and what you know that you deserve in this life that it just makes you like shine even brighter and be able to re send like for me it's like now i can send my message so much more confidently because i'm like this is it right here you know and I want to be that difference. I don't want to be like everything else. This is what makes my heart soar is knowing that I'm pretty much like going against the grain and it may be hard and it may be long, but it is so, so, so worth it. Yeah. In this day and age, you know, cynicism is essentially, it's considered cool. It's considered, it's considered almost the one of the only ways to truly express yourselves, or at least that's sometimes how it comes across. So to be countercultural now would be to be optimistic and to have that positivity and be firm in sending that out into the world. Yeah. And I mean, I've been told some crazy things. I've been told like, oh, the music industry, you have to sell your soul. I was like, no, that's what you believe. Like <laughs> I've been told, oh, Talisa, you're way too optimistic. I'm like... <laughs> I'm not going to stop thinking positively just because it makes you uncomfortable. Like, no, <laughs> you know, and then I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to send you all the good vibes. You know, I hope that you can feel this, but I'm not going to stop being who I am. Like I literally had a professor once in college tell me that, Oh, my view is way too optimistic. And then afterwards, some of the students were like, I liked what you said, you know, <laughs> like, thank you for saying that. Like, I was on your side. Like, yeah, you know, there's going to be things that are going to try to push you down when you shine, when you are your light, like this world, for whatever reason, that's just what happens within people and just within our society. It just seems to want to smother that, you know, but it's like, no, you can't. You can't stop it. You just can't stop it. The only way that you, they would be able to stop it is if you allowed it to. So, and that's why, honestly, I have to wake up every day and I have to like recharge. Like I spend like three hours in the morning just focusing on myself and focusing on my health and focusing on God and just trying to set my mind right for the day. Because if I don't, then things can like easily come in, you know, and that's when I start to lose myself. But 
the beautiful thing is that we always have a new day. We are blessed when we get to wake up for another day because we can do whatever we want with that day. We can completely change it. We don't have to hold on to what happened yesterday. Because I can say for one, if I held on to all my yesterdays, I would not be here. I would not be here. I'm truly there with you. Trust and believe that. Like for any for anybody who's gonna be listening, if you hold on to your yesterdays, as Talisa just mentioned, and let that continuously cloud your present and block your future, you're only gonna be living in yesterday. You're only gonna be living for yesterday. Mm -hmm. So you gotta keep it moving at some point and it's up to you. And I'm saying that with love. And I'm also going <laughs> to shamelessly transition into what I think really emphasizes that concept of not staying in yesterday, but to living in the present and looking forward into the future. The last song on your EP, Manifest Destiny, uh, entitled Life's Great. I know it had to be this way It's alright and it's okay Cause I woke up to another day Wake me up, oh wake me up, another lesson learned No, this praise ain't is enough, a blossoming is earned Trust in the way you know so well that what happens be and know thyself Whatever comes is just that reality is how we react So I give thanks to the moment I have now I chose this path to heal myself somehow Walking in the sight you'll lose the feeling of it all Who knows what space the eyes are the fall I Life is great I know it had to be this way It's alright and it's okay Cause I woke up to another day It's like a song of gratitude to experience and to positivity Like even at the end of the song you say I am grateful. Just ending the EP on like a mantra of positivity. So I wanted to ask too, like what was it about that song? Like what was it like to write it? And would that be like more of a personal creed of yours? So I actually wrote this song in Hawaii and me and a friend were hiking to a waterfall and we were talking about life and we were talking about she was just, she's just such a light. And she was just talking about how we just need to be grateful and be grateful. And she said, one, one verse in the song is that I took from her, from what she said, she was like, who knows what is best for us, our rises or our falls. What are we in such a hurry for? In our rush, we've overlooked all the open doors. Slow down and accept your healing, forgive the rest. Whatever comes, it's just that reality is how we react. So I give thanks to the moment I have now. I 
chose this path to heal myself somehow Walking in the sight, you'll lose the feeling of it all Who knows what face the eyes are The fall I said, who knows what's best Sahib is great I know it had to be this way It's alright Because if I look at my life, like I started music because of one of the greatest falls in my life, which also then created this just wave of just everything, you know, it created my life from that fall, from that horrible, horrible time that I, I say, you know, horrible, horrible. Um, and so, you know, that's when I just really realized that this is this is to be grateful for, for all the moments, for the ups and the downs, for anything that happens. We just have to stay grateful because you never know what it'll be used for in the future. You know, you never know. <laughs> so that's why I wrote that song, Life. And I wanted to stop it and kind of bring in like, I'm grateful for this and this and this and this and this, you know, so yeah. Today, I am grateful for the birds outside my door, for the coolness of the tiles as my feet rest on the floor, for the raindrops and the wind breeze, for my voice cause I can still sing, for the rainbows and the mountains for being able to rise again. For my past, I too am grateful For always having my plate full For still being alive For no longer wanting to die For regaining my peace of mind For cinnamon and for chai For letting go of all that pain And for realizing that I have so much more to gain For my family and my loved ones Who helped me through it all For my spirit guides who showed me the power in the fall from my legs that can take me to the highest of places for the wisdom that knows that it's not about the races don't mind Nina. i am grateful i am so grateful oh i am so 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 It's alright and it's okay Cause I woke up to another day Hey lights, thank you for listening to part 2 of Umami Memories with Talisa Check out her latest single, God's Blueprint And her EP, Manifest Destiny both can be found on all music streaming platforms. Discover more of Talisa's Sherbert Sweet vocals and soulful songs by visiting her website at www.talisa.com or by following her social media at Free Talisa on Instagram and at Talisa Music on Facebook and YouTube. To continue reminiscing, check out the upcoming third and final part of this episode. Please feel free to subscribe to this podcast to be the first to savor more umami memories in the future. 
You can also continue reminiscing by following me on Instagram at Umami Memories. Shout out to Artists United for their support. Last but not least, this is Gabriel Valentino. And please remember that savoring story, song, and soul stew. Umami Memories.